0: going on my friends Leo Cannell here with your episode of the seven figures club podcast today and the podcast that helps entrepreneurs and small business owners side hustlers around the world you know join the five percent there's just five percent of business owners that break seven figures a year in income and we've got uh, one of them here today with an amazing story of how to start a business in the middle of a recession we've got Darian no, Kosravi. They get it, Shrabby. Coach Robbie? Coach, Robbie, Coach yeah. Robbie, yeah. AKA, he's also known as Cosmo. He is the president and CEO of Cosmos Q, Inc., one of the fastest-growing barbecue brands in the world. So, you know, it is summer here in the U.S., and as you're getting your barbecues going, we're going to find out where you can get the best barbecue sauce to make that happen. Cosmo Q products helps everyone from backyard cooks to experienced Hitmasters' masters, great flavor-packed, award-winning barbecue every time. That, this is an important skill, I think. Everybody, you know, the, the guy that can make the good barbecue is a friend to all. Cosmo started the company from his linen closet of his own, love that, in 2009, and he's remained heavily involved in product creation, research and development, daily operations, logistics, and growth. In 2021, Cosmo Q was recognized by Inc. Magazine, on its 500 fastest growing private businesses in the US. And he also claims the number one spot for companies in the great state of Oklahoma, and the number 21 spot in the food and beverage category, and number 431 overall. Cosmo, welcome to the show. There are over 32 million businesses in the US, and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So the first question I always like to ask our guests, Cosmo, is what is your background like? And maybe what were some of the events in your childhood or early on in life that maybe led you down a path of entrepreneurship or made you at least realize, hey, there's more opportunity as an entrepreneur versus working for someone?
1: Well, (laughs) I I wish I had this amazing grand story. Uh, Actually, my past was... um, It it was, it was pretty, pretty hard, pretty difficult. Um, Yeah. At the age of 17 months old, I was burned. Uh, Burned at the time. It was about 70% of my body. Um, I was, I was just a a little baby. So I spent the majority of my childhood growing up in the Shriners burn Institute uh, in Galveston, Texas. So, I, I wish I could tell you I was good at school. I absolutely sucked at school. I hated it. They hated me. Um, obviously, I could read, write and you know do arithmetic and stuff like that. I just thought that, you know, it, it, it just seemed to me, <coughs> excuse me, that uh, school was more of what could you, uh, what could you remember and regurgitate at a specific time when they needed you to? And I I didn't find use in that, so I actually dropped out of school uh, in I think the eleventh eleventh or twelfth grade. I think I started my twelfth year, but it didn't last very long. Um, ended up as a factory worker, this, that, and the other. And th- the one thing that I've I've always known about myself, I would see the way somebody's doing something, and I would go, well, you know, not not everything, but a lot of things I go, why do they do it that way? That is such a waste of time. And, you know, or that's not the best or, you know, why, you know. Um. So as I became a, uh, a, uh, a young father um, I remember uh, it was just, you know, the, the running around, all that was going to stop. So I was like, well, I got to figure out, I, like, I got to do something that dads do. And they, you know,
0: I take care barbecue. of this family and yeah,
1: yeah. so I, I thought okay well I'll try my hand at barbecue and uh, <clears throat> went and got me a smoker at Walmart and uh, brought it home and started smoking some meat and uh, about dinner time jeez <laughs> uh, <laughs> we put the food out and it was absolutely garbage it was it was trash uh-huh. it was so bad Uh I'll never forget I was my wife was holding the trash can open as I was throwing it away in the something. in the cart outside and man it something something hit me and I said that will never happen again that will never in my life happen again and this is before the internet uh, was around but there was you know maybe a little bit of Facebook but not really YouTube wasn't even invented yet. Um, And I thought, I got to figure this out. So, and anybody that knows me knows I'm relentless. Like, I will not quit. There is no quit in me, there is no stop. I will go under, over, around, through. It it just does. I, I, when I get hyper focused on something, I will I will become the best I can at it. I will learn everything about it. And that's what I did with barbecue. And then I looked up one day and I was like, man, you know, I was watching something on TV and they were showing these competitions. And I was like, I can do that. Never competed in my life. Went and signed up. Ended up winning first place ribs. And I was hooked. I was hooked. And then as I started competing, I was like, Man, that stuff you buy at the grocery store—it's not that good. No, like people think it is because that's that's like that that's as that's as far as you've ever ascended up the ladder. And I was like, I can make this better. I know I can make this better. So then I started making my own uh, rubs and using them in competition. And people people would ask me, "Hey, man, can I borrow some of that? Can I have some of that?" Um, and still never had a business in mind. At this point, I was just selling the rubs just for beer money and maybe some competition money just to go out and compete again because I'm a, I'm an uh, extreme extrovert, as a lot of people like to say. So I like to be out around people. And so that's what I started doing. And I never even started, I never had thoughts of starting the business until one day I was at a competition. And at the time there was two injection companies Um, that used injection for brisket and I remember going up to one of them and I was like hey I'm using your product Um, it doesn't really taste right you know is there is there something you know can you can you help me out tell me what I'm doing wrong you know if you can give me some advice and I remember he was standing inside his trailer at the time with the door open he said yeah you can read the directions and and shut the door in my face and like I was just demoralized as a human to think that this is how people treat their customers that give them money. And I was like, okay, well, I'm already making my own rub. I might as well make my own injection too. And sure enough, that's, that's where it all started. And I, uh, I found a company that would make me an injection and they, they said, well, what's the name of your business? And I didn't have no business. And I panicked under pressure. And I said, well, well it's Cosmos Q. <laughs> so they wrote down Cosmos Q and we sallied on. And uh, that's, that's how I started the company. And I made it my personal mission to, to, to convert everybody on the competition circuit to, the, to my new injection at the time. And uh, that's how the company was created. We incorporated in 2009. And, uh, yeah, we've been going hard at it ever since.
0: Uh, This is a great story, you guys. So entrepreneurship at its most basic level is identifying a problem and making it your mission to create a solution for it. So in Cosmo's story here, Cosmo, right, you're you're like, hey, you know, great dads are really good at barbecuing and they make uh, great barbecues. You do your first uh, barbecue. You got the smoker. It's a complete failure, and you're like, "Okay, that's never going to happen again." You, you take this problem. I'm going to make it. Uh, make it my mission to become a great barbecue or provide a great meal for my family. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're into competitions, and it's still not even a business idea. It's just hey, it's a problem that you've solved. And then, and I love this. And then, you know, you go to interact with the competition and guess what you find out? Just someone that you're already probably you're buying their barbecue sauce. And then that you find out, wow, they don't even care about their customer. This is how they treat them. And now you've got, uh, you've got kind of, uh, you know, an enemy who deserves to be taken down, who's not adding value to their customer And I find that those are two really successful recipes in entrepreneurs who succeed. Number one, they find a problem that they're passionate about and they find a solution for it. They make it their mission to do it. And then number two, they they find someone in the market who seems to be doing well, but they're doing a horrible job and you can do better. And that's a great recipe for success. Now, one of the interesting things here, I'm reading here on your website, is you started Cosmo Q back in 2009 from the linen closet of your house with mm-hmm. $500 from your last good credit card. And some of <laughs> you all don't remember 09 very well, but I remember it. It was right smack dab in the middle of one of the biggest recessions we'd ever seen. And as we're about to go into another recession, how did you have you know, the confidence to start something right in the middle of what seemed to be the worst of times?
1: Well, you, you know, for me... Um, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that what I had was better than what was out there. And I knew that I would care more about my customers than what currently was out there on the market. Um, What I didn't know is how hard it is to sell on the internet before e-commerce was a (laughs) thing. But I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't care. I didn't care. Like you could have told me the dollar was crashing tomorrow. I still would have done it because I believed in it. And I believed in myself so much that there, there was man, at, there was no stopping me. And it, and it, people go, well, you know, I, I wish I could say, you know, I had a business plan and I thought it out, and I, it, but it was more of a, a, calling in my soul. If that makes any sense.
0: Absolutely, it does.
1: Like th- I, this was it. It was, it was not a question of whether or not I was going to start this, or when I was going to start this. Everything came together in two thousand and nine. And I blindly turned, uh, I, the, uh, I, everything was out the door. I was going forward and I took $500 on a credit card. And that's when they called me, what's the name of your business? <laughs> Cosmos Q. And uh, I put that $500 on that credit card. And, and I remember um, walking out into the garage, And I was like, my wife is going to kill me. She's Uh going to kill me, but I need to, I need to, I need to, I have one shot to put her at ease and I need to pay this $500 off as fast as possible. Even like, it didn't matter. If I made $502, I just needed to, you know, pay it off. And, um, she I remember her asking me, she goes do you believe in it and I said yes it is it is it is a superior product than what is on the market and she goes okay I'll help you and we would Oh my, I love it as my uh one of my daughters who was in the second grade at the time uh told her classroom uh my dad uh sits in the garage and packages up powder and ships it to his friends <laughs> So my <Wow>. wife, <laughs> we we would we would sit in the garage and we would package it up yeah like we was breaking every health code violation obviously this is 10 years ago we knew nothing you know we had to figure stuff out um but we we shipped it out and uh we got our money back and and then she was like hey we need a place for this and i was like okay where she's like let's put it in the linen closet and it and I was like, so we cleared everything out, and there was three drawers, and then the the uh, the cabinets that open, and we put. Uh, at the time, it was just two products: it was our uh, beef injection and pork injection. And then I was like, I'm making these other rubs. I should just have this co them make them. So it went from two products to four products. And then I added a barbecue sauce, so now I had five products. And then all of a sudden, when I added the barbecue sauce, I was like, this. And it it was probably about a year, year and a half in the linen closet. I was like, this is we're getting we're outgrowing this linen closet. So I had a little uh one of those little buildings that they just trailer over to your place and put it in your backyard. Oh yeah. And we put it in there and boy, I just thought I was high on the hole. I remember I got my first pallet of product. It was only one layer. <laughs> but I was like, we're doing it. We're doing it. And 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 that's what we did. And th- that's the that's the concept that I've created since day one is I'm I'm not going to sacrifice what I have for something more without proof of concept first. Meaning I, mm. I was not going to take any money from anybody. I was not going to take a loan. I wasn't going to have a business partner. I wasn't going to have any of that if this business can't finance and fund itself then it doesn't need to be alive mm.
0: so so powerful guys let's unpack some of the magic here that cosmo is uh, is just a lot of value bombs the first thing i want to highlight for you my uh my late grandpa used to always say hey there is always room at the top and a lot of people make the mistake of thinking Oh, you know, there's already so much competition in that space, or, you know, people have already figured out barbecue sauce. So that's not a good opportunity. And that's where people are wrong because there's room at the top for something better. And when you know that you've created or can create a better product, and then you get proof of concept, you're going, you're winning competitions. People are saying, wow, this is great. Can you uh, you know, get rubs uh, for me? Can you build a barbecue sauce? Can you get me your barbecue sauce? I mean, that's the magic. And I love what you said too, proof of concept. You ever watch Shark Tank, guys? That's what they always say. Hey, I'm glad you have a great idea, but do you have any sales? Do you have proof that mm-hmm. people like your product? And that's super smart. Before you go out and, and you risk everything and take out massive debt and and uh, go raise other people's money, don't do that until you have proof of concept. So very very important. Now my next question, Cosmo, is how important was it to have some? Because it sounds like you were in these competitions and you knew you had a great product, and you knew, hey, the people these competitions, my buddies that are that I'm I'm hanging out with, the they're going to buy this. How important uh-huh. was it to have some early distributors, customers, and that you knew that you could connect? And that, because that's the other thing, you might have a great product, but if you don't have a way to get out and get that proof of concept really early, you may yeah. go nowhere. Yeah. So, um,
1: I, I took a, <laughs> if you remember uh, any of the old uh, uh, New Jack City or any of those movies, you know, yeah. um, I, I took a, a I hate to say, I hate to say it, but you know I took a play right out of a, a drug dealer's you know playbook.
0: Hey, those I've, guys are good business guys. They're
1: they're great. Yeah, they are great. Like they know how to make money and they know how to sell. So yes, they um, do. So I packaged up. <laughs> I even got the little baggies and everything. I packaged up enough injection for one brisket and enough injection for one pork butt, and I would walk around the competition and pass it out. And I just give them away for free. Just, hey, man, don't, don't listen to me. Try it. Use it. Don't use it. I don't care. You know? And I remember the very first competition I went to, I did this, and people, like, started getting upset with me because how dare I start a new company? Like, who am I to do that? And I was like, I don't care. I don't care if you talk to me. And I and I heard rumors uh, that one guy, after I walked off, actually opened up the packages and dumped them on the ground. And I was like, good. Because the next time he, the next time that I have an interaction with him, he will pay full price. Because I used to show up later on, and I would sell to people, you know, if you, you wanted a discount, I, you know. And I was like, nope. So when he came up, he paid full price <laughs> the next time. And and, and just to, to, to show people that it worked, I remember I was like, how can I get people's attention at a competition? You know, cause getting your name called is not enough. Um, you walk up there and it's, it's gone. So I, I uh, hashtags just started. And so I kind of snatched a hold of the hashtag, it just wins. And I put it across the back of my shirt, big, like big letters. It just wins. And I would stand in the very back of the competition. And when they would call my name, I would just walk up slowly. And all you could see was it just wins on my back. And then when I turned around, you could see Cosmos Q on the front. So (laughs) that's how I, you know, just slowly started, you know, oh, you know, well, he's getting called. You know, then, then I, I want to I do what he's doing. So that's how he... So then, we, so then that leads
0: we, to more, more of them, you know, buying a product. They tell more people. And, and that's a, what one of my mentors says is when you build a great product, we'll call it a productocracy, a product that's so good that you don't need lots of crazy, fancy, expensive marketing to sell it because it's a great product. And when you have a great product, people will tell other people and that's still the fastest way to grow a business mm-hmm. is to have, you know, word of mouth referrals word because mouth. you've got a great product. Now I'm yeah. curious if you could go back into time Cosmo and, and, uh, you know, talk to yourself, but you know, as you're launching in the linen closet and you're getting this thing, what are three things that you would tell yourself to be like, Hey, you know, be aware of this, think about this, but what are three things that may three pieces of advice you might give yourself? Um,
1: um, oh golly.
0: Or even just one or two things. Like, uh, what, what are some of the, cause a lot of the times when people start to, and we've got a lot of the audience that are in that process, they're in the linen closet and there's so much they don't know. And they've got so much fear and anxiety, but if they could just focus on, you know, one or two things that's going to make the difference. What, what are some of those things early on that, that, that do move the needle?
1: Um, I would say a, a couple things. Um, one, always trust your gut. Um, I have really struggled with that because I thought, well, my gut tells me this, but I don't have any, you know, there is no place where you can go to get educated to become a, you know, a phenomenal CEO or even a good CEO, yeah. you know? Um, the other thing I would say is listen to everyone but only pick up the things that you need on your journey at that moment. Because the one thing I realized is I was actually that's a great story. I was actually going to find a mentor, somebody that, you know, had yes. been here and And I remember, you know, they asked me the questions. And they was like, okay, man, this sounds like a great deal. You know, we're going to approve you to be mentored. And I said, I got one question. And they said, they said, what's that? And I said, how much money do you have in your bank account? And they were like, well, I don't think that has anything to do with anything. I said, call me crazy. If I'm wanting to become financially independent, financially wealthy, you know, this, that, and the other, I I, I want $5 million in the bank. And I should be taking advice from somebody that has at least $5 million in the bank and is not broke. And that right there, they didn't, they, they wouldn't answer the questions. So that killed it. And then that's what got me to thinking careful who you take advice from, because realistically it's mostly just opinions. And if they haven't done it, then chances are you probably shouldn't be taking that much advice from them when it comes to the business.
0: I love that, it. There's so many, so many friends and family and acquaintances and so-called business coaches. But if they haven't already done what you want to do, if they haven't actually, you know, walk to the walk not just talk the talk then you shouldn't be taking advice and that's yeah. like a huge piece of advice because otherwise you're swayed to and fro oh this guy says I should do this and my uncle says I should do this and then you go if you look at them you're like wait are they successful business owners have they right. made a big impact do they have a product or service that's really gotten out there or how successful are they and and so important you know take everything else with a grain of salt but from people who have actually done what you want to do, ask them for directions and the roadmap, but for the rest, you just cannot listen. And that's, that's huge guys. Huge. Well, Cosmo, you've dropped a a number of value bombs uh, in this, uh, in this podcast, and we really appreciate you being on a, being a guest. How can the audience, you know, connect with Cosmo's Q and, and bring value. And I'm sure a lot of them thinking right now, or, you know, they're running on the treadmill, they're, they're going to work, they're at lunch, and they're like, wow, I'd, I'd like to have some of the, you know, try some of these uh, barbecue and rubs. And how can they connect up uh, with Cosmos Q?
1: Well, you can find us on, uh, on the internet at CosmosQ.com. That's K-O-S-M-O-S, the letter Q.com, uh, as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. We have a lot of instructional uh, barbecue videos on YouTube, Um, and you can go search us over there. And
0: uh, yeah. Wow. You know what's awesome, guys? I'm on the website here at uh, cosmosq.com. That's k o s m o s q.com. And uh, if you click on uh, find a store, chances are you can probably find a store that's uh, very, very uh, close to you. And boy, there's a lot of, lot of stores across the U.S. and even in Canada that are carrying uh, Cosmos. So uh, a huge opportunity, guys, to be able to get uh, access to this. But more importantly for everybody, you know, what a great story of entrepreneurship, of, of the fact that you don't need you know, an MBA to be an entrepreneur. In fact, most successful entrepreneurs dropped out of college Because in college, they teach you how to get a job. They don't teach you how to start a business. But if you can find a mentor, and these days, you don't actually need a mentor in person. There's so many great, successful entrepreneurs. You can learn from their books. You can learn from YouTube channels, from podcasts like this one. You don't have to actually go out there and talk. Now, if you can, that's great. And we certainly recommend that. But mentorship is more available now through all of these, uh, you know, Uh, social media opportunities to connect and through people's books. So again, CosmosQ.com. They've got stuff for brisket, burgers, poultry, pork, steak, sandwiches, and uh, my personal favorite uh, ribs. Um, They've got barbecue injections, wing dust, guys who who doesn't love some uh, great wings, rib glaze, So uh, my wife, are going to be jumping on here and making an order today at CosmoQ.com. But remember, the key to a great product is word of mouth. So spread the good news as you try the product out and then think about it in your own life. Like how can you create a product or service that's so good that people just spread it with word of mouth? That's the quickest way to grow a business. Well, Cosmo, really appreciate you coming on, but I do want to give you the last word. What's one thing today That someone can do that's trying to build an empire like this that can make a difference and actually move move their business forward
1: um always keep the customer first
0: amen it's not about you it's not about all the other stuff it's how do you provide more value to your customer than the competition and you guys would be surprised what what did uh, Cosmo just share he shared he goes to one of the top competitors out there and they don't even seem to care about their customer and that comes from the top like bad leadership that doesn't uh you know teach their their team their employees to care about the customer that starts from the top and goes down so it starts with you always put your customer first Cosmo thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast you bet Leo thank you sir